Good morning, folks. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to worship. Would you stand, stand and, and sing, sing with, with us, us please? And sing with us. One, two, three, four, and... Everyone needs compassion, love that's never fading. Let mercy fall on me. Everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a Savior, the hope of nations. Savior, He can move the Jesus conquered the grave. So take me as you find me, all my fears and failures. Fill my life again. I give my life to follow everything He is mighty to save forever, author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Savior, He can move the Say, he is mighty to save forever, author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. <clears throat> Welcome to Holotus Hills United Methodist Church. This is a place of love, hope, safety, forgiveness, and inclusion. We will be food for the hungry, living water for the thirsty. We are so glad you are here. You are invited. You are loved. We've been waiting on you. Children, too, are welcome here. Please know that we welcome your smiles, your wiggles, and your giggles. My name is Michelle Lynch, 
And what I love about Holotus Hills United Methodist Church is our youth services. Um, I really appreciate all the work that Miss Jessie puts in for us, um, especially my two boys, and how the children are integrated into our services. Um, I really love that, seeing them sing and dance and answer questions, and that we're trying to build that youth program for our older youth. I hope that you feel welcomed in worship today. If you are a first-time guest, please let us know by filling out the blue card found in the pew pockets. You can return them by placing them in the offering box in the Welcome Center. And now for some announcements. We would first like to share a few announcements with you about what is going on in the life of the church. We believe in the power of prayer and invite you to share your prayers with us. There are prayer request cards, they're yellow, in the pew in front of you. You may return them in the offering box in the Welcome Center. You will also find a QR code in the pew pocket. If you would like an electronic bulletin, use your smart device to click on the QR code and you will be transported to the webpage where you will find the bulletin, prayer requests, and other information about our church and the ways to give. Every Sunday, Pastor Cheryl invites you to coffee and donuts with the pastor in her office down the hall behind the Welcome Center from 1015 until 1045 a.m. Anyone who wants information about the life of the church or want to know more about Helotus Hills is welcome to join in. Just for guys and Cheryl, we'll be meeting and eating on Tuesday, September 20th at 6 p.m. Bring your own meat and we will grill and cook it together. Meeting in the PARC building. If you want to help a child who needs shoes, please sign up for the Thornton Elementary Shoe Tree Take a shoe with the details for the shoe needed and then sign up with the corresponding number. The pumpkin patch is coming and there is much to do to get ready for the thousands of people who come to our church to enjoy the patch. Patch cleanup is set for September 17th. Please help clear the grounds to prepare for the pumpkin patch. This year's pumpkin patch co-leaders are Susan Flores and Jill Hample. Um, sign up is in the front of the church. Our bishop, Robert Schnazy, has set up worship and discussion about the state of the church in every district in the Rio, Texas Conference. Our local meeting will be held September 29th, 2022 at 6.30 p.m. at University UMC. This is an open invitation to all members of our church, and I hope that many of our church members will attend. There is still much to learn about the topic of church. Now, Ms. Jessie. <laughs> Good morning. I am Jessie Spina, the Director of Christian Education here, and I have a couple more announcements, but I promise I will try to be brief. Um, we had a group volunteer day yesterday at Haven for Hope, um, our community kitchen here in San Antonio, in downtown San Antonio. I signed a whole group up to go, and then I had to cancel because I had a head cold, but those who went had a wonderful time. We had six people help to prepare 1,800 sandwiches and serve 440 meals all in one evening. And then I didn't realize it, but I signed them up for the closing shift, which meant they got to clean up the whole kitchen too. I've heard that it was a wonderful opportunity and those who went had a wonderful time and I know they were a blessing to our community. Uh, if you're interested in, in our next Serve Saturday, it'll be in November. We'll be helping Holotus House and Neighborly Service. So stay tuned for more announcements about that. I'll get those dates out to you soon. Our nursery is hiring. Our childcare staff is hiring. If you know somebody who is interested in a very part-time job and loves to serve and work with kids, we would love to hear from them. 
The job requires Sunday mornings and Wednesday evenings. You have to be 18 or older to apply. And it's about 20 hours a month. A month, not a week. It is a wonderful opportunity to get into um, the life of our church and our nursery crew, our child care crew, functions as a family, and we want our family to grow and become larger. If you're interested in that, um, reach out to me anytime, or you can read more about it on the posters that are posted around the church. Finally, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who's donated already to Trunk or Treat. I appreciate your donations. Keep them coming, and I will start doing a candy count starting next week to let you know where we're at. If you like to shop on Amazon, I've actually created an Amazon wish list for carnival prizes for the games that we have during Trunk or Treat. And you can use your QR scanner to um, pull that off of the Trunk or Treat sign out there where the uh, collections are. Thank you. Our scripture reading for today comes from Galatians chapter 5, verses 24 to 25. If you turn in your pew Bible to page 1063, you'll find it there. And those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Opening prayer. Lord God, you have called us to lives of freedom found in faith in Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus alone. Today, we seek to lay aside our earthly cares and concerns and fully place our life in your hands. Remind us that our loyalty and dedication should be only for Jesus Christ. Free us to be led by the Spirit that we may experience the fruit of the Spirit, that of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. May these fruits be to us a sign of the Spirit's work in and through us as we serve others in the name of Jesus Christ. This we pray in the powerful and transformative name of Jesus Christ, in and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Kiddos forward for their uh, children's moment. We're calling it a moment, right? And I wanted to know, guys, have you guys noticed this week all of the butterflies that were flying through San Antonio? Yeah? No, you didn't notice any butterflies? I noticed lots of butterflies. Hey, how are y'all doing? Come join us. We have. We put up flowers in our backyard for the butterflies. Hopefully that we'll see some monarchs come through. And it's not monarch season quite yet. Do you like my antenna? I forgot I was wearing them, actually. But we're celebrating butterflies this week. And that might seem like a little bit of a silly thing, but if you were listening to our passage of scripture that Miss Holly just read, there's a reason for it. You see, the butterfly is a symbol of transformation. We use it in Christianity to talk about the change that happens in our lives, just like a change happens in the butterfly's life. When a new butterfly emerges, when a new butterfly comes out of that cocoon, the caterpillar completely disappears, right? It's completely gone, and there's a new creature there. And even more than that, the behavior of the caterpillar is gone. That butterfly does not act like a caterpillar anymore. It acts like a butterfly. And that's very true for the way that our lives should function when we accept Jesus into our lives, when we open our hearts to his love and his truth. We are not supposed to be our caterpillar selves anymore. We're not supposed to run towards sin We're not supposed to make choices that we know are not the correct choices. Our lives are supposed to be like butterflies. They're supposed to change and transform and be new. And they're supposed to share God's love with others. And so this week in Spark Worship, all of our crafts are going to be butterfly-themed, and we're going to embrace our butterfly life together. We're going to be making our littles will make butterfly mosaics, and our bigs will be making butterfly finger puppets. And then in Sunday school, we're all going to make our own antennas so we can be... (laughs) 
our butterfly selves and share God's love with the world around us and be transformed through his love. And boys, don't worry. If you don't like butterflies, frogs work too. Frogs are transformed too. So we can be frogs. We can be our froggy selves. So we're going to say a prayer and then we're going to exit to spark worship where we're going to sing and we're going to dance. We're going to have our message and talk about our butterfly lives. And then we're going to do all of our crafts. Does that sound good to y'all? All right. Let's say a prayer really fast. Will y'all bow your heads? Close your eyes, fold your hands, and say, Dear God, thank you for the gift of new life. Thank you for the gift of new life. For erasing our past sins. For erasing our past sins. And the ability to walk with you. And the ability to walk with you. In your name we pray. Amen. Right away, I wanted to say that you were going to fly with Christ. That's a thing we say with chrysalis, which is the walk to Emmaus for teenagers. So go fly with Christ, and we're going to have fun here in worship. My name is Cheryl Broom, and I am your pastor here at Holotus Hills United Methodist Church. And as is our habit during prayer time, we like to pass the microphone. And today, Sharon's going to be running up and down the aisles. Think of her as our Vanna White of prayer. And so if you'll raise your hand if you have a prayer request, please give us your name and the prayer request that you have, and we will hold that in prayer and share with our prayer team. As we continue in prayer, O God, you are righteous, honorable, trustworthy, and true. You crush darkness and shatter despair. You heal people and restore relationships, and you continually invite us to know you personally. You are so great and mighty and worthy to be honored. Today we praise you and pledge ourselves to you as we entrust our lives into your care. Bless our time together. Help us to leave this place equipped to share your message of love and peace with others. This we ask in Jesus' name as we pray together the prayer Jesus taught his disciples, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Humans, what are we going to do about them? I gave them everything. Beautiful garden, plenty to eat, with one simple instruction. Do not eat the fruit, I said. Leave it alone, I said. And what did they do right away? Ate the fruit. Broke the rule. They are so far off track. But I love them. And I know. I know I created them in my own image. I gave them free will. And they've made a mess of things. I gave them so much. I sacrificed everything. Well, not quite yet, Father, Jesus said. I'm willing to go. 
and straighten them out. I'm willing to surrender my life, take on humanity, and give them the opportunity to enter in your kingdom. I love them too. The Holy Spirit chimed in. Well, I have been around for eons, and I have seen the way they operate. Nothing but sin, sin, sin. But I love them too, Father. And God said, Jesus, are you sure you want to take on the earth and take on the sins of the world? What a sacrifice you're making. So it's decided. Jesus, you're going to head down there on earth and represent me and teach them what love is really all about. Imagine if that, you heard that conversation and what it means to surrender to God that we might live, truly live, lives of grace. Throughout the sermon this morning, we're going to sing verses from the song, I Surrender All. And the words will appear on the screen, and I have some musical helpers out here. If you want to use your hymnal, you can turn to page 354. So now we're going to sing the very first verse. And we think that this song is a cry for us to surrender to Jesus. And I wonder if we could for a moment think, stretch our minds and hearts around how much Jesus surrendered for us. Let's see what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. In your pew Bible, it's on page 886. And here Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, those who find their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Jesus offered his life to us in atonement for our sins. He willingly left the comfort of heaven to live as a human being. He knew the cost. And he paid them fully, surrendering his will to the will of God. We, too, are called to surrender our will to the will of God. And God knows that's not easy. Surrender does not mean defeat. Those who surrender to Jesus will indeed find their life. And Jesus gave us the example of surrender of all the worldly pleasures, of how he served others that we might be people of God. And he warned us. He said if we chase after earthly pleasures, things of the world like status and comfort and worldly security, particularly when we find loose moral code and no fear of God, 
He said that we would find ourselves morally and spiritually bankrupt and dead in sin. There is much at stake. Let's consider Jesus' instructions as we sing verse 2 of I Surrender All. about it, surrender really is the story of Jesus' life. Jesus surrendered everything to God's will first by coming to earth as a helpless baby. He was not born into royalty. He was not born into power. Jesus came to the weakest and the most vulnerable in the form of a baby. And his mother Mary, she surrendered when God's angel appeared to her and announced that Jesus would be born to her a young woman, engaged and still yet a virgin. And his earthly father, Joseph, he surrendered his will to God as well by supporting Mary and trusting in God's plan to provide for her a safe birth and care for Jesus. And then there were those who were willing to surrender their plans in their life as they supported and surrounded the Holy Family at Jesus' birth, during his childhood and youth, and eventually as a leader of the way. Surrender is not possible without faith. The Apostle Paul said that Holly read just a little while ago from Galatians chapter 5, and those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, we will be guided by the Spirit. And in Galatians 5, 6, it says, faith which works by love. It is through faith that we can fully surrender to God. And this level of faith for surrender comes through love as we draw closer and nearer to Jesus. And when we choose to trust him for who he is. Surrendering to God is not always the easiest path. Even for Jesus, it took trust in God for him and courage and denial of self to fully surrender. I read just yesterday or the day before that when one of the clergy for the Queen of England, she said to him, I hope that I'm still around when Jesus comes back. And the priest said to her, why? She said, because I would like to lay my crown at his feet. Let's sing verse 3 of I Surrender All and consider how that works in your own life.
As Jesus surrendered his place in heaven to come to earth, the people of God were truly amazed at his power and his love. He knew who he was, and he knew whose he was. Do we realize who we are in Jesus? Can we possibly understand the nature of surrender to God? The power of God is open to us through our surrender. Have you ever had the kind of moment in your life, you know, when you were faced with a decision that you had to make, where you had to surrender your own will, your own plans, your own desires, and let go and let God? Well, that kind of happened to me when I was working here in San Antonio at that little company on uh, I-10 called USAA. Little company. USAA. When I went to work there, I think there were only 20,000 employees. I was working hard, right, Sharon? Yeah, we worked together. I was working hard, maybe 50, 60 hours a week, because that's what we would do at USAA to take care of others. I had two young children. I had a husband. We did not attend church. I worked all the time. We were driving through a neighborhood one time, I swear, Eric was like, well, no, it was Matt. He was like three years old. And every church we drove by, he would point to and say, Mommy, is that our church? Mommy, is that our church? Mommy, is that our church? Finally, I had to find a church. And God kept placing decision after decision after decision before me to surrender my life, to surrender my dreams and hopes and desires to that of God's. And after much prayer and discernment from godly people, I quit my job at USAA. I went to work for the church just to get a kind of feel for it to see if I was going to agree to work with the church. I worked uh, with the choir, and I worked on the technical board, and I did weddings. And I still liked the church, and I really loved Jesus. And so we sold our house in San Antonio in four days and moved to Austin to go to seminary. It was one of those decisions that not only I had to surrender, but my whole family did. The boys had to surrender to a new life and a new place. My husband had to surrender his job and come and look for new work. When Jesus calls you to something, you feel uncomfortable, you feel dissatisfied with the worldly pleasures until you say yes, until you say, Lord, I surrender all to you. Let's consider how God may be calling you to surrender your life right now as we sing verse number four of All to Jesus.
So Jesus showed us what it means to fully surrender. He willingly left God's side to take part in humanity. And as believers, we must be willing to fully give ourselves over to God to follow Jesus. Now, these are things that we don't do as believers. We don't go to places where we shouldn't go. We don't watch movies we shouldn't watch. We don't sing songs that don't glorify God. There are jokes that we will not tell as Christians. There will be gossip that we will not entertain because of Jesus. Because we have surrendered those areas of our lives to God. We surrendered to Jesus. And sometimes there's no place in the things that we're doing. And if you feel uncomfortable doing them, then surrender that to God. Now, God is not looking for compromise with us. God wants all of us, all, every part of us. And unless we can surrender, then maybe we don't have a full part of God. If you want to deepen your relationship and lean into the power and strength of Jesus Christ, then you surrender. Now, we all have struggles. We all need to determine who will be the God of our life. Who's the one that gets to call the shots? Who's the ultimate decision maker for you? Who actually sits on the throne of our lives? To surrender means that we place our lives in God's hands. All of our best efforts, all of our thoughts and all of our wills, and just like Jesus, everything goes under his lordship. For those of us who are married, we give our marriages to God. We place them in God's hands. And we might even say, I surrender my marriage into your hands. Take it, Lord. Bless it. And let my marriage and home bring you glory. For those of us with children or hope to have children, we say to God, I surrender my children. I surrender my hopes of having children into your hands, God. We surrender our career. As we say, use me on my job. God, it's no longer about me. It's for you. For your honor and glory. And for those of us who are retired, we might say, God, you know my life skills. I place my retirement in your hands to use me as you would use me to bless others. And what about our worldly possessions? Can we say, I surrender my car. I surrender my money. I surrender my all to you. When facing thoughts of trouble, anxiety, fear, or calamity, can we immediately say, I surrender my heart and thoughts and fears to you, O God? See, it's only when we begin to put our lives in Jesus' hands and put Jesus at the heart of the matter that we surrender all, all to Jesus. I wonder, what are you struggling with to surrender to him right now? Are you ready and willing to experience the joy of full salvation? To lose your life that you might gain it. To surrender all. This is the final verse, verse 5, and I would ask you to consider it as a vow to surrender all to Jesus as we sing verse 5. Jesus, I 
was in 1755 that brothers John and Charles Wesley put together this prayer. Later, John Wesley modified it a little bit, and they call it the Wesleyan Covenant Prayer. It was written as a renewal of a believer's covenant with God. And when Wesley first used this prayer, it was in a renewal service in 1755 in London. There were 1,800 people there that he preached to that day. Since then, the Wesley Covenant Prayer has been used across the United Methodist services around the world. And every year at the Rio, Texas Annual Conference, as we set appointments for your new pastors and those pastors staying, we say the Wesley Covenant Prayer together, reminding us that we have surrendered to God's will and work in the world. This prayer points to deep surrender. It points to us completely trusting in God. And at first, the words of the prayer can be a little jarring as we read it and say it together, but it is important to surrender all. The words are going to appear on the screen, and if you're willing to renew that covenant with God, will you pray it with me, please? I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you or set aside for you. Praised for you or criticized for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things, and let me have nothing. Freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service. And now, O wonderful and holy God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, you are mine, and I am yours, so be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth let it also be made in heaven. Amen. We are all blessed to have surrendered our lives to Jesus, or at least we're learning to do that, how to let go. And that's why we come here every week to release a little bit more, to surrender a little bit more to God. And as a response to that, you may choose to behave faithfully and authentically in how you consider you use your time and talents, and your gifts, and your service, and your witness for Jesus Christ, that God might fully use you. Will you stand in body or spirit, and let us praise God together through the doxology. called to use our gifts and graces in response to God's word. And so when we leave this place, we always leave with the mission statement on our mind and hearts because we say it together. Because this is our mission as people of God to go into the world. Will you say it with me? The mission of Lotus Hills United Methodist Church is to make new disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. 
If you've decided to join this church and let us be your church home from this day forward, come forward during the singing of this, our final hymn that we'll sing. What a beautiful day of worship we've had today, and I pray that God has transformed your life in big and small ways that you might be Christ for the world. Thank you so much, praise team, and Chuck, for your song today. I think it uh, touched a lot of hearts that we remembered, so thank you for that. And thank you, Holly, for sharing your joy. She lives up to her name, doesn't she? Like Holly. So I charge you now to go forth into the world carrying the light of Christ within you that others might want to know Jesus as well. Go forth in peace. Amen. Amen.